So how's that Facebook thing going? Yeah, really good. Uh, getting some really, really positive feedback. Uh, teachers are finding it really, really useful. What I've done over the Christmas holidays is I've actually organised everything into a website. So if you go to mrpict.com, you can see everything that we've posted there so far uh, with all the links, uh, the working smarter, not harder stuff, the app tutorials, Dr. Chips's computing ideas. And so you can see everything that's already posted, loads of links for how you can sign up on Facebook for £3.50 a month, less than a pound a week. And yeah, hopefully it'll help you make more out of the technology in your school. Well, as David Dickinson once said, that sounds like a bargain. Hi guys, welcome to episode 16, series 2, episode 7 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. Oh yes, we are back and I know what you must be thinking. Hang on a second, they only released an episode last week. They don't normally do it week, week in, week out. It's only every other couple of weeks. Well... We're just unpredictable, guys. That's what we do on this podcast. We are always unpredictable, apart from the regular features we do each week. And as we are the number one educational podcast in the UK, or we were on Christmas Day, we want to make sure that you are learning things. So if there's a lesson to be learned here, it's that life is unpredictable. So... um, the re- main reason why we're doing the episode now is because uh, next week I'm away quite a bit and we've got quite a, a few things to share and exciting news ahead. So um, so how has your week been, Adam? Yeah, it's been good. It's, uh, it's, it took, a, took a football team the other day to a tournament uh, played at Manchester City. And we oh, did, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did really well. Uh, won four games out of four, so now we've qualified for the next round. Decent, um, decent. But, you know, you don't... It's never stress-free. Any tournament you go to, something goes down. My keeper, you know, bless him, he's a... Uh, how can I put this? Uh, a work in progress. <laughs> no um, David De Gea. Yeah, and... Um, but he does try, and he's, he's improved the load. Um, but he... Um, in the final game, it was must win. So I got I got the boys in and I said, listen, you know, this is where you prove to me how much you want the shirt. I proper give it him because I would have loved it to have played for, you know, a manager who, who loved it. We had, obviously, Marciniak, who was too busy checking out the talent on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. We, parents. Yeah. The team sort was usually... Um, Where's your dad? Yeah. Is your dad coming? Is your no. mum still seeing that guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was probably, and they, they were dead up for it, and then from kickoff, their team chipped it forward. And I just shouted, see it out. You know, see it out. It was going wide, and our keeper jumped in the air and and barreled it into his own net. <laughs> oh, no. And I just stood on the sideline. It's one of those moments where if that was, if that was, you know, when I was watching Man United at the weekend, the language, the scenes, the things that had been thrown. But I'm on the sideline like, chin up, you know, don't worry, it doesn't matter. Happens to the best of us. I looked in pure pain going, it's all right. Uh, but luckily, um, yeah, our team like pulled out the bag and ended up getting a solid 3-1 victory. So, no, uh, that was good. And then, uh, yeah, it's just been, you know, your normal... Your normal busy week at work. What about yourself? 
Uh, yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been good. I tell you, so I didn't mention this last week, but um, I, I forgot to tell you. Last week I was at a school um, in in Colwyn Bay, right? Oh yeah. And it was the school. Do you remember? Yeah. So basically, our nan and granddad um, lived up in Colwyn Bay uh, while we were growing up, and you know we'd go and visit them pretty much every single school holiday. Which at the time we absolutely loved, didn't we? Mm. It was just the best of times. Now we're adults, we've realised. That mum and dad didn't do that for mom our benefit. Mum and dad were a pair of daughters. <laughs> yeah, mum and dad just wanted to get rid of us. Yeah, so as soon as we finished for school, it was that the next day you're up to you're up to Wales for for the week. Um, and yeah, basically, do you ever remember? Yeah, it was years ago, absolutely years ago. But we went to this school because there was a school fair in the summer. Yeah, yeah. And I Neville Southall was there. Yeah, the, the Big Neville Southall. Yeah. yeah, and you could take penalties on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I rocked up, I was like, I'm, I'm sure I've been here before, and I actually started the session, um, sort of introduced myself, and I just said like, um, I know this will probably sound weird, and probably no, no one will remember, but I reckon about 15 years ago, you had a school fair. On the field outside. It was well longer though than that. Fifteen years ago, I was fifteen. All oh, right. I took a penalty when I was about eight. All oh, right. Well, it must have been well, whatever it was, twenty years ago. Only. And nice. it was <laughs> it was Neville South, but and and there was just one member of staff who went. Yeah, you're right. He did come and and um, if I remember correctly, I sent Big Nev the wrong way, but hit the post. I think you were Ryan scored, didn't you? Yeah, me and Ryan scored. Yeah, of course we did. So yeah, uh, other than that, it, it, well, but just back on the road, busy, busy. I mean, I've got, I've got to admit to you that um, I've been struggling quite a bit with the old diet as far as following the intolerant stuff. So if you remember in the last episode, um, I was talking about how New Year's resolution is to sort of eat a little bit healthier, try and exercise more, but because I had this food intolerance test, try and link it in. Yeah, it's like... For me, it's like the equipment. I mean, you were saying about you know pay a bit of extra money and then they'll tell you exactly what you know. That's that's the equivalent of me saying like right, let me just pay a bit of extra money for the worst nightmares of my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they came back and said that I was allergic to southern fried chicken, <laughs> I mean turkey twizzlers. Oh, the twizzlers! <laughs> Imagine that. You're allergic to Bernard Matthews turkey twizzlers. I'd be like, that's niche. Um, but yeah, like you know. It, Something could come back that'd absolutely do me, and and even though like yeah, you know, need to take care of yourself and stuff is, you know, you, sometimes you got to put yourself first. You got to put your happiness first, and well, yeah. I, I, I just the problem is the, the only issue I've got, and, and listen, good luck to anyone who's gluten free, cheese free, lactose intolerancy, whatever. <laughs> is my my issue is. Everyone, you know, everyone was all right decades ago. Everyone had the same kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know it's all, what, what did they say? Uh, like processed. Processed. It's full of all sorts. But is it? Turkey Twizzlers were. <laughs> no, they definitely were. That's why they were so goddamn good. Um, but no, like, you know, it's just, I always think this. It's like, when you know, every time on Facebook you go on and it goes like, a study has found that bacon sandwiches make you die before 50. Well, no, they don't. Because our dad's <laughs> heading to 60 and he loves a bacon butty. Do you know what I mean? It's like, someone said, I, I, I think my mum tagged me in, oh, if you drink a bottle of Diet Coke, like if you drink one bottle of Diet Coke a week, you'll lose all your teeth. I've been drinking three a day. Do you know what I mean? For 20 years. 
I've still got great gnashes. <laughs> Just leave it. Leave it be. Uh, so, yeah, hashtag help Mr. B and his intolerances <laughs> was definitely not trending on Twitter. But, like, last week, the worst thing about it is it's fine during the week when you're on your own, but last week we had my mum's birthday and we had um, one of my brother-in-law's birthday. And my mum's birthday was fine because the restaurant was... But we went to an oh, Italian... No. Mum's birthday. So you got you, who's asking the, the waiter about... Oh, it's so... Is it this, is it this, is it this? Oh, and you got Ryan. So, I, it's so cringy, though. I hate you. It. <laughs> so we had, we had Lee, his wife, then we had our other brother, Ryan, and his girlfriend taking so long with the waiter. I was aching to order my boneless chicken bites. I'd had them picked out from the get-go. And they're going, um, is there cheese in this one? Is there, is there a certain type of flour? What and was I'm, it I'm stood there going... Ryan was going on about vegan cheese. That was yeah, it. Was like, have, you, have, you got, have you got any vegan cheese? Just, take, just have normal cheese. You know, I just, I just needed to order. I mean, yeah. you know, I might be on the toilet all night, but them boneless <laughs> wings are worth it, I'll tell you that. And, the, and the, well, the, yeah, I was all right with that, so I had the ribs, that was fine. But then the day, then a couple of nights before, we went to an Italian, so it was like everyone just stuffing the face with pizza and you're sat there with, like, bland pasta, it was a nightmare. And I just think Instagram's not helped anyway, so have you seen this egg picture that's gone? The that's one that's the most liked, liked picture, yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt like that was the world saying to me, as I am intolerant to eggs... That you know we're gonna like this egg while you're suffering. I've never I've never looked at an egg in such a way before, but yeah, there we go. So um, we have got some exciting news now. You may remember last episode we announced that we are going to be doing a live show, and we said that if you're interested, you can go to the website, sign up for priority tickets. Well, the email to everyone who signed up, and thank you to everyone who uh, who has signed up because uh, we were sort of overwhelmed by the, the number in the end. But we've sent an email, so you have got uh, what you've had yesterday and all of today to uh, get yourself some tickets. And we've been, uh, we've been really happy with how many tickets we've sold already. But to everyone else, if you're listening to this episode, you can now go and buy your tickets for the first and probably only ever live show of two Mr. P's in a podcast. It is going to take place at the Fuse Centre in Partington in Manchester, which is literally five, ten minutes from the Trafford Centre on April the 13th, Saturday, April the 13th, which I've done my research, and that is pretty much a weekend in Easter for everyone. So it might be the middle weekend, the end weekend, whatever it is, most schools will be off. So we've done it purposely so that... Um, wherever you are in the UK, if you fancy it, you can travel up to Manchester for the weekends, come and stay by the Trafford Centre, have a day shopping on the Saturday, then come and watch the show, and it's, what, 15, 20 minutes from Partington into town, have a good night out on the town, it's going to be great for your well-being. I'm, I'd suggest, this is what I'd suggest if it was up to me, you know, I'd be saying, well, maybe as a staff team-building exercise, even if you take a staff meeting out the calendar and put it in on that Saturday night, Ooh, it's, yeah. it's going to be worth a it. A twilight. A twilight at Two Mr P's podcast uh, live. So, um, so yeah, tickets are available. Tickets are £12.50 plus a little booking fee. So I think all in all about £13, somewhat or other. Um, and yeah, come with your teacher BFF, come with your phase group, your whole staff, whatever it might be. Um, I've been so sort of excited and, you know, trying to get it all organised and booked in that it was only last night as we'd 
um, as I'd, you know, I'd sent off the email to priority tickets, a couple of people were already buying them that I suddenly realised, hang on a second, <laughs> we're going to actually have to do this. We're going to actually have to perform this live because what you won't see, because it's a podcast, is that we rec- record these episodes by in my front room where me and Adam are just sat here with a mic and a computer and that's it. So I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit apprehensive as to whether we're going to be able to translate that to a stage with... Um, I mean, it's not a massive theatre. It's not a massive theatre, but um, I'd love, I'd love it more than anything if we could sell it out. That would be absolutely incredible. Okay, well, let me let me just cut in there. You started off this segment by saying our first and probably last show. <laughs> now you're saying you're not sure whether we can convert over. You're not doing the best selling here, bro. No, right, what I thought the tactic was to pull at heartstrings and say, please, listen, book tickets, there is no pulling come. at heartstrings. This is the UK's number one. <laughs> podcast for god's sake so listen get your tickets we'd love to see you and it's going to be full of things that we find really funny which hopefully you do too yeah um but you know it's going to be it's going to be a bit crazy some things might go wrong you know as jonathan ross would say it might be all white on the white (laughs) you know you never ever know what will happen it's live it's live you know it could Uh... And I just, it just took me back to... Remember when we were at uni we used to go to the Frog and Bucket? Oh, yeah. So the comedy club at the Frog and Bucket, and every Monday they'd have a, a Beat the Frog, which is basically um, what they call open mic, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. And you'd have a professional comedian host it and MC, but then they'd have people come up, and what they'd used to do is they used to just pass three cards out into the audience. So everyone had a five-minute set, and the idea was, could you survive those five minutes? So stand up... Um, and we used to go and absolutely love it because if you got a card, you and you, obviously if the, the comic was great, you, you were happy anyway because you were laughing along. If the comic absolutely bombed, then if you had a card, you just wouldn't put it up to watch up, the yeah. person absolutely die on stage. Yeah. And then that was funny and it just made me... I just started thinking remember, about all yeah. these things because I know what you, you might be thinking, you know... Oh, yeah, but, Lee, that's part of your job. You're probably speaking in front of teachers all the time. Um, But it's completely different. Like, I go to school doing my CPD, and no-one's expecting you to be funny. So if you end up throwing a few jokes, and it's like an added bonus. But to know that people are going to be coming and expected to be entertained... I don't know this... I'm I'm, I'm sure it's going to be absolutely fine. Again, (laughs) what are you doing? Like, listen... It's going to be quality, and I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm I'm really excited. You like breaking out in hives, bro? <laughs> you need to chill uh, out. No, it's going to be fine. It's just what we'd love you to do is get involved, uh, spread the word. Sort of, it is just going to be a really fun, entertaining night where hopefully you can come along, switch off from all the hardships of the classroom because we know how tough it is at the minute, and we know how. Uh, teacher well-being is something that we both really care about and if this live show is a way that you can come switch off and sort of remind yourself of what a beautiful and amazing job you do and the sort of uh, lighter side of the classroom then I think it'll be worth it in the end so um I think we just you know we'll go by the classic the classic slogan that I've lived by for the last how old am I 30 so when did I start drinking so the last 16 years now, <laughs> the last 14 years, and this will go for the same as the podcast show, win or lose, 
we're on the booze. <laughs> so, you know, no matter what happens, yeah. you know, if, if all else fails, if the laughs are drying up, just put Mysterious Girl on. <laughs> and, you know... Don't hold into that, I'm by, sure by the way. Do the not crowd hold will be in. entertained <laughs> by my Christmas dad bod flying all over that arena. Arena. Just, well, just, who do I think I am? <laughs> yeah, cheering over it. All over that arena. Arena. When you see it. Um, <laughs> all over that if kitchen. You want, if you want to know about Mysterious Girl, just speak to his ex, head, head te- his old head, head teacher, who you were... Uh, uh, listen, Serenading well, this, at your this, first Christmas this is This is one of them where... Um, so I got I got my first job, you know, you know, I've talked about my jobs in the past and I had a, um, you know, a less than, uh, how do you say it, ceremonious uh, yeah. exit from the co-op, which, to be fair... Have you ever talked about, about why? No. Why you got, right, you well, got no, to say... But you... I'm going to save that oh, right, okay. for the live show. Because, oh, right. Because what? it gets... You remember my... my um, my appeal and what happened with my appeal <laughs> so you know that will be revealed in the live show so oh, if you're intrigued no. listeners cough up that 13 knicker I don't think um, I really don't think you can share that at the at the live so, show so uh, uh. yeah so anyway I'm going out on my first proper works do I had this I got this job at this school I was loving it uh, believe it or not it was when I first met one of the most beloved characters on, uh, on, uh, on Two Mr. P's in a podcast, yeah. and that is my good old friend, Oak Brav, <laughs> Mr. Cockney John. <laughs> he, yeah, I worked with him for a couple of months, and he said, are we going to smash this Christmas do or what, Brav? <laughs> and I said, yeah, mate. I said, let's do it. And we had this whole plan, this, we had this master plan, and it was me and him are going to go out we're going to grab some food, we're going yep. to have a couple of drinks, just me and him, yep. and we're going to go and meet everyone at the do. It was absolute foolproof. The problem was, what they don't tell you about a foolproof plan is it doesn't work with a pair of fools. <laughs> because me and Cockney John went into one of our favourite little cheapo little student places, still trying to live it up. And, he, and you know, Cockney John does the classic, I love a... Two JD and Cokes, and they go, It's two for a father, I'll have six. You know, <laughs> you know the classic, like, yeah. uh, can I, How much are you Sambucas? Uh, I'll have two pounds a shot tonight, oh, I'll have ten of them. <laughs> like, I'm like, John, mate, just chill yourself. It's five you, o'clock, mate? John. We were like, you know, Bucas deep, we were vodkas deep, JD deep. Then once we'd realised that we were absolutely levered, we just hadn't eaten. And then when, when you're already drunk, you can't yeah, yeah, eat and cheat. But then the funniest bit was I got a text from my dad and I remember getting a text from my dad, but I can't remember reading it. Yeah. So anyway, I go to my Christmas do and my now wife, Kim, was at this do. Yeah. Obviously me and her weren't, um, an item weren't, yet. weren't an item yet. No, we had, actually hadn't really spoken up until that point. So I turn up and me and Cockney John walk in feeling like a million bucks, both of us. And then anyway, um, fast forward a little bit of the night, DJ flip reverses it and bangs on, you know, the Aussie legend that is Peter Andre. Oh, now obviously, good. you know, I had a bit of a party piece, which was Mysterious Girl, where I used to take my top off, do a little bit of a seductive, um, you know, crazy, crazy dance. Some would say this is where my Magic Mike got the inspiration from. It was. You were doing this a lot longer 
It was. Before. It was. It was. It was not necessarily Magic Mike, more like Flabby Steve. <laughs> but you know, it was. It was all right. I was in a bit of a better nick them days, and uh, so then I decided to get my head teacher up, who was quite a, you know, she was quite a. Uh, Straight laced. Straight laced. I was going to say stiff, but that's a bit harsh, isn't it? No, she was, you know, she was quite prim and proper, you yeah. know, did things by the book. So I got her up. Oh, come on, it's Christmas, let's have a dance. What she didn't realise was the, the buttons were getting undone and my shirt was over her, <laughs> her back of her head, pulling her, pulling her towards me. People couldn't believe it. There was camera phones out, everything. Oh, no. And then, anyway... I wake up the next day and I've had all these Facebook messages like, oh, my God, can't believe what you were like last night. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, and proper fear. I remember I walked downstairs and Dad was there. And he went, oh, you look like, you know, what yeah. do you look like? And he went, did you get my text then? And I went, oh, I can't, I must have read it last night. Got, his, got my phone out and it was a text from Dad saying, listen, son, you've worked hard, <laughs> enjoy your Christmas do." P.S. Whatever you do, don't let them play mysterious game. <laughs> I thought you absolute joke, Dad. He must have taken. I must have gone. My dad told me not to do mysterious game. Oh, but um, uh, yeah, but that ain't happening at the live show. No, no. Well, we'll see. We'll see. No, I'm unless I do five. If it sells out today. <laughs> Uh, so if you are interested in tickets um, please head over to the website to mrpspodcast.com so that's a number two mrpspodcast.com like I say if you're local if you're around uh, northwest area get involved even if you're not and you're around the UK perfect excuse to come up to Manchester for the weekend loads and loads of stuff that you can do and um, fingers crossed we'll we'll make a success of it Uh, so one other thing that I wanted to share with you so one of the listeners uh, got in touch with me and you may remember a few episodes ago um, because we we, we did a story about Poogate in my school you know someone left a bit of a um, a log in the toilet and it turned into like CSI yeah yeah. CSI poo and uh, and yeah basically you might have noticed that Every so every episode, halfway through the episode, there'll be an advert, right? Mm. Which um, every podcast it does. So don't judge us on it. And if you don't like it, fast forward. But this this um, this listener said that the 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 way the advert linked to the story was pure gold, and I just had to share it with you. So what I'm going to do now is just play you a little snippet because they've recorded. And it is, it's pure genius. So the whole story about the log being uh, on the floor and the teacher not letting the child go to the toilet and, you know, um, so here we go. I think my problem as well is, and you're the... What we need to do first, we need to, we need to shut down all exits. Set, set a perimeter. Yeah, set a perimeter. I want no one to step near this poo in the next... I'm thinking to myself, you, chill out, June. You know what I mean? Relax. CSI poo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so we did it. And people were getting very serious. I just found it funny because that teacher clearly realised that she probably should have let the kid go to the toilet. Uh, There's things in life you just can't control, like the weather, the traffic. So, of all the adverts... Hold on. 
Of all the adverts that could have been placed after that story, what are the chances that the next line that came out after going on about a child who struggled to keep it in sort of was, uh, there's some things in life you can't yeah. control. Oh, there's something absolutely. clogging your drains. <laughs> yeah, it was absolute perfection, so I just had to, I just had to share that. So what we're going to do this week is, um, because we've announced the live show, as a way of promoting it, we're going to reflect on the journey that we've been on to, to get to this live show and being on stage. So basically just talk about our life on stage. Um, we've both been stars in shows at school and we're going to share those stories with you. Um, I don't know if you want to go first or should I go first? Or I'll tell you what, why not? Let's just, before we go into those stories, start with our first feature of the episode. Yes, diabolical leader of this week, and I think there's only one person in the whole of the UK that we can give the uh, the honours to this week, and we are still receiving lots of nominations, so we will get through them. And of course, if you've got a nomination for a silly rule that's been instilled in your school by your senior leadership team, or the other side, we'd love to le hear from leaders if maybe you've heard an excuse from your staff that has just been shocking. Um, but we couldn't, with everything going on in the UK at the minute, we, we have to give Diabolical Leader of the Week to good old Theresa May. And Theresa May Day. <laughs> yeah, and the absolute shambles that is Brexit. Now, we're not going to use this as a platform to go into the whole Brexit stuff. Um, I, I could do, but I'm not going to bother. But I think just, it, I mean, at what point do you, do you realise that, uh, you know, that vote, was it last night where it was the biggest vote against something since 1920, something like that? I mean, I can't understand how she's still got the will to carry on. There's got to come a point where you're like, I'm just not getting anywhere. But she does keep keep cracking on. I have very little sympathy towards her. Um, but, yeah, diabolical leader of the week. I'd say there's only one Mrs May in this world, and that is the renegade from your old Biff Chip and Kipper books. And I'm sure if she was in charge, she'd have... Uh, She'd have got it sorted. So, any thoughts on Brexit, Adam? I'd love to know your thoughts. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'd love to know my thoughts as well. <laughs> uh, do you know what? It's one of them... Um, I don't want to act like, you know... At the end of the day, I'm an adult now. And basically, my voting um, knowledge and inspiration basically came from whoever my dad told me to vote for. <laughs> He'd be like, son, you're voting for this because of this. And I'd be like, okay, dad, <laughs> you got them spends, bro. <laughs> you got that money for that dot's pee. Um, so, yeah, you know, Brexit, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm kind of like Love Islanders who have absolutely no idea the whole thing, apart from, I know, it's about leaving Europe and all that kind of stuff. The only question I had, and I asked my wife this was, would it mean that Gareth Southgate's three Lions wouldn't be in the European Championships. <laughs> that was basically like my impact only... it has on yeah. football. It, it, was just, it was just, you know, the UEFA Champions League. You know, <laughs> I, I just was a bit worried about my Tuesday and Wednesday night football feast. Uh, um, but, I mean, I know there's obviously serious business, but so's, you know, glory for the three Lions. <laughs> but, yeah, it, I, I, I don't like to get too into it because... 
I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> to be honest. And, uh, you know, I kind of... At least you're honest. I kind of just... I, I, the problem is, you've got a lot of these armchair kind of know-it-alls who are suddenly piping up. You know, they'll read one newspaper and be like, oh, my God, yeah, I can't believe that vote. Like, you could go into any pub tonight yeah, yeah. and you'll have, you'll have your absolutely, you know, drunk-up Danny going, oh, I tell you what, she don't even know what she's about. It, it, shut up, Danny. <laughs> you, you've, you've had your face in your kind of tech leads for the past 24 hours. You don't know what you're on about. So uh, it's one of them, like, you know, people who know more about it, by all means, talk about it. But if you're talking about it, I probably won't be listening. <laughs> And if you're recording it on TV, I'm probably not going to be watching. So, you know, fair play to him. I just hope the country's all right. I hope everyone's just safe yeah. and healthy. And, just, you know, people are giving Theresa May whack or whatever. But, you know, I'm sure she's just trying. She's trying. Isn't well, she? but, you know, I don't know. I to don't be know. fair, you know, and then I'm going to have... You'll have people going, one of them Mr. P's are fan of Theresa May. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of any politician. Because uh, I don't really know what politics even is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, thanks, for, uh, thanks for putting me on the spot there. <laughs> Love a question about politics, me. Maybe that could be a feature every week, like Adam's view on the austerity crisis. <laughs> yeah, the housing crisis. <laughs> um, I live in a house. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> right, so do you want me to go first, then? Well, yeah, I can clearly see you chomping at the bit to tell these <laughs> listeners exactly your... Uh, your glorious past on stage and screen. Let me just, before Lee starts blabbering on, let me just give you a little snippet into one of Lee's finest moments. He got, he, he, he announced to the whole family that he'd, that he'd absolutely hit the jackpot and got a role in Coronation Street. So we were all like, oh my God, I was going into school to all the boys. Yo, my brother's going to be on Cora tonight. Watch it, half seven. Seriously. He's in a, he's in a scene with Sarah Lou. Do you remember Sarah Lou who got pregnant? And Candice. She got pregnant at 13. I was going, what? He's in, a, he's in a scene with Sarah Lou and all this. And, you know, I remember all the boys. No way. Parky's brother. And comes on. Coronation Street. The little cat walking across the thing. Sponsored by Crunchy. You know, remember? It's sponsored by Crunchy back in the day. Yeah. Um, and... Then, Sarah Lou comes on screen, and she's chatting, oh, I can't believe I'm pregnant, something like that. And then, across the screen walks this Nike bag, which I could see from anywhere, and it's the back of Lee's head. And that was it. <laughs> and that, the next day, I had to duck, I had to duck the boys. Sorry, lads. Uh, well, that was just part of the, part of the journey, so... Um... Networking. Yeah, it all started back in... It must have been year one, I think. Back in year one, Sleeping Beauty was our... Uh, we didn't do a nativity play. We did Sleeping Beauty... No, we did a nativity play when we were in reception, and it was the weirdest nativity play, because basically it wasn't just the three wise men who visited Jesus. It was footballers... It was... I remember Do you remember that? that? Yeah, it was like yeah, um, yeah. astronauts. It was just a group of people that would just go and that visit. That was at your old primary school. Yeah, yeah. I remember and I the video, say, yeah. yeah. And Did I we was... play the match of the day theme? Yeah, when we came on, on yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had I to borrow a United kit because I didn't have one. And then mum and dad bought us our first United kit at Christmas. Oh, the one that you had to sew the badge on yourself. <laughs> real United kit. <laughs> you had to sew your badge. Oh, but we were so buzzing with it, weren't we? Oh, my God. <laughs> a red top a with red... a badge that's not attached. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, my big that's that was the first role, more of a cameo to be fair. Just ran on, did a couple of skills with football, then off I went. But the year skills. after, <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I bounced I think, it. Yeah, you bounced it. <laughs> uh, year after, Sleeping Beauty was the play, and I was the king. I think it's King Sebastian, isn't it? No idea. And this is where I I think back now, and I think this is where I was made for that role uh, and made for the stage because next next to me was my queen uh, Emily Emily Boardman I think it was I think she was called and um, during the play it gets to the scene where the, the um, fairies are blessing Cinderella the baby we're stood on we're sat Cinderella. on the throne not Cinderella Sleeping Beauty sorry we're sat on the throne and all of them all of a second uh, just out of the blue Emily sort of mouths I've, I've, I've had an accident right and she basically wet herself <laughs> she'd wet herself and um, just a puddle is appearing um, and I think she was panicking a little bit about it but I just said to her I said we've got to get through this right this is like we do, the show must go on the show needs to go on and so we performed the scene I mean I went full method I didn't break character it was a case of I saw the teacher loved it the teacher loved it because she was like you know you really help. but I know Emily wanted to get out I knew she wasn't prepared but I was like no stay in character we'll just play it off as if you were that scared of Maleficent you just couldn't handle it you were that scared so that was the first part the That's older. impressive. Yeah, and I was, it must have been only five, six, but did I let that go? No. And then the big break came <laughs> when I was, I wonder how old I was. It was about nine, ten when I got a part as a lost boy in Peter Pan on, at Palace Theatre. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah, because I was, yeah, I was about six, five, Yeah, six. so I got a role as Getting a lost boy <laughs> at the Palace Theatre, which was just uh, absolutely amazing. Um, Toy Wilcox was Peter Pan and Frank Finlay played Captain Hook. Literally have no idea who either of them are. <laughs> and off the back of that, my mum and my mum and dad got me uh got me like a, a child agent. A child agent and so that's where I got the Corrie job. Um The Corrie job. <laughs> you got the Corrie job, did you? Yeah. Um biggest highlights was um Playing playing a part in a reconstruction for Crime Watch. Do you remember that one? Oh God, do I? <laughs> do I? And, um, Didn't tell the boys about that one. <laughs> and basically, they re- they reconstructed a, a, the murder of a of a woman, and I played the woman's son. And um, the scene was basically she was going out. She comes into my room, and I just had one line, and she said, um, "You know, are you gonna what, what, what are you gonna do tonight?" And I said, "I'm just gonna revise." That was a line. You, you, Nailed it. You were in your uniform and you, you had the same school bag. I wonder if there's anyone who went, that's that guy in Cora. <laughs> that's, a, that's that, that guy in Cora. That's Sarah Lou, that one random episode on a Tuesday. Hey, I'll tell you this, though. That Crime Watch episode helped solve the, solve the murder. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Why did the murderer commit suicide after watching it? <laughs> uh, bad acting. Um, I, did, uh, I did get down to the last four to be in Hollyoaks once. Well, don't cry. Well, that was don't milk. That was the end of the, t- the acting career because um, when I got to secondary school, I never got in. I did all, all the acting stuff outside of school. I never did anything in school because I was too worried about the way people would judge. And you know, I, I decided to go into to rugby in, instead. And uh, to be fair, I, I was thinking about this before. I probably I, I used to get a proper buzz off doing a. A sh- a, a, like a performance or anything, but I don't think it is as big a buzz of buzz of when you play a game of rugby and you you win. 
and you get the W under your belt and you know you've given it everything. But basically I got through to the callbacks for this Hollyoaks audition, but it meant that I missed Rosalind Park. Do you remember Rosalind Park, the Sevens yeah, tournament? Yeah, yeah, huge, yeah. And uh, when the lads got wind of me missing the rugby tournament because I was doing a Hollyoaks audition, they absolutely hammered me and that was pretty much the end. Um, but before that, before that, the one other one was, do you ever remember when I did that teenage pregnancy awareness campaign? I, I didn't see it, but I remember you No one it. saw it. None of us ever saw it. But basically, I had to go to... I can't remember. It was ba- there was a part of England that had the highest teenage pregnancy rate. Um, I might be wrong here, but it's some, it was either somewhere like Scunthorpe... And I don't want to offend anyone here, but it was somewhere like Scunthorpe or some some some. It was by the sea, and it's some S S some anyway. South End by the sea. No, that's that's that was too far. It was definitely somewhere in the north. Anyway. Well, apologies to all you Scunthorpians. Yeah, it's somewhere like that. Anyway, it might have been Southport. I don't know. Right, so how poor your teenagers are doing well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I had to do, and and basically, it was, the script was that I was the I was the the baby daddy, and um, I had to do a few scenes with the mum, and, and and one of the scenes was that we were pretending to be at a party. We we're on the stairs, and the scene meant that we had to to kiss each other. We had to be kissing each other. <laughs> Um, you know, so that was the first kiss on screen. Saucy. And I always remember, I, I can't remember, I, I don't think I fancied the girl. I think she was all right, but I, obviously I didn't really... Fa- and straight away she said to me, um, there'll be no tongues. There'll be no tongues. <laughs> but listen, as I said, I'm full method. So I didn't... But I had to respect the boundaries. That's what I'm, I'm like as a, as a gentleman there. Respect the boundaries. So God knows what the kiss looked like because... It was oh, just it one of them <laughs> awkward, and then we had to you like, like a dog against the window, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to I had to walk her up the stairs, sort of go into the bathroom, shut the bathroom, and then the rest was left to your imagination. But um, so yeah, so that's my acting career in a nutshell, and it's led me to probably do what I'm doing now, where I'm um, yeah uh, about to do a live show with my brother. Who's also a terrifically talented on-screen performer. Um, well, no, I didn't have the, uh, you know, I know Lee was talking about rugby, but sport was sport was 100% my kind of calling back in the day. Um, not as much now as it turns out. My ankles are made of glass. Um, but, yeah, I did, you know, I was one of them guys in, in primary school where I liked to have my finger in many pies. I liked... Um, you know, the attention. Love the sport, but then they decided to do these this Young Voices concert when oh, they yeah, perform yeah. at the MEN. They still do it now, and uh, I went there and I, you know, I absolutely smashed the Disney medley out of the park. <laughs> um, and then, and then I remember when I was in uh, I was in year five, and it was like, oh, we're doing a big show of Joseph in the Technical Dreamcoat, and you know, I was playing footy on the playground and. Um, it was like, you know, all auditions are happening now. And I don't know whether we were, you know, the game wasn't going my way or something, but I just decided, like, I'm going to go in and audition. You know, a bit of a joke. Yeah. So I walked in and I stood there by the piano. I remember Mrs Davis was on the piano. And she's like, oh, oh go on then. And, and to be fair, you know, I've said this before, I can hold a note. You know I can hold a note. Again, guys, um, come to the live show. You might so see it, who knows? I, um... So I sang, and she turned around to me and she said, you're made to be the fairer. <laughs> so I thought, amazing. I didn't have a clue what Joseph from the Technical Dreamcoat was. The fairer could have been anything. So I was like, perfect. So I accepted the role, 
Um, but then I started getting um, a bit cold feet. I was a bit like, oh, is it me? You know, can I do it? I had to do this Elvis song and all this kind of stuff. And I had backing singers and I had this big pharaoh hat. And I was a bit like, oh. Which, by the way, we found footage off. So we have, we've got, we've unarchived the uh, the footage and I think we'll post that on Instagram at some point this week. Oh, so a little clip of Adam in role as Pharaoh. I'm sure you'll love it on Instagram at some point this week. But I don't know if I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but it was back in the day where where it was like Dad Dad would pick me up. You know, right? You and Ryan were at, at secondary Ambrose, school, yeah. and uh, so my dad would be the one picking me up from the childminder or whatever. Anyway, I was kind of I was I was kind of thinking about sacking it off. And then my dad kind of went, you can't, you can't. And I was like, oh, I don't know what... And he went, If right. I remember correctly as well, me and Ryan used to give you a bit of a hard time about it as well, didn't we? Ah, I, I don't know. You know, I was the youngest, but I was definitely the hardest. So I don't, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. But I, I remember my dad said, uh, I'll tell you what. He went, I'll get you, I'll buy you a bottle of Dots Pepper every night. If you do it, he was like, I'll buy it you every night for, for a month. Yeah. So I was like... And now... You know, You're a type you know, one diabetic. Back, do you know, back in the day, though, do you remember when they were like? That's not a joke, by the way. He is actually type one diabetic. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm making a a joke about diabetes. He actually is. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> joke. Um, but yeah, uh, they, they, were, they were like sixty nine p. The bottles, the bottles of Dr Pepper. Pepper, and and yeah, so yeah, so that's that's why I did it, and um, yeah, basically. That was it. So not a great, uh, a great story of my <laughs> stage time. But obviously, in the Christmas episode, we touched upon um, the boy who I had a little bit of trouble with, um, who I, um, you know, gave the special, special Christmas right hook to, and uh, it was who funny because forget? went I went to see my um, I went to see my little girl's Christmas show. Yeah, she stood there singing all these Christmas songs. And this this girl, kind of a little bit younger than her, um, looks at Kim in in the crowd. We were front row. This little girl looks at Kim and goes to try and touch Kim, like just you know, baby yeah, yeah. being friendly. And my little girl looked at her and went, "No, no, no!" <laughs> and grabbed her arm and basically shoved her away. I looked. Never felt so proud in all my life. Could have cried. I was like, she's my girl. You know, she's my one. Um, but yeah, so who knows what to expect on the 13th of April. It could, you know. I'm sure it's going to be a night to remember. So, on to the next feature. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! Flashback throwback, and first of all, we need to check the scores from last episode, and would you believe it, it started off as soon as we posted it, Adam took a rather drastic lead, if we're being honest, I thought there was no way in which I was going to be able to pull it back, I thought that was another win for Adam, he was going to even the scores 4-4, but somehow, we checked it just before the episode, and I've only gone and brought it back, I I have absolutely 
Brexit it because it was 52-48, wasn't it? Yeah, but I know, I, I know exactly what's going on. You know, while I'm, while I'm at my school inspiring generations <laughs> and you're up and down the country <laughs> speaking to teachers, you're clearly telling them to vote because I can't tell the kids to vote. So it's, uh, it's, you know, it's becoming a bit of a, it's becoming a bit of a joke shop. Um, no, I, I quite, I, I think it's fair, fair dues. I'm not influencing anyone. No influence from me. Well, listen, if you're Even out though there... I, t- I took a big bus round the country saying, vote for me and the NHS will get 350 million. <laughs> that was a Brexit joke. I no idea what you're on about. <laughs> Literally, you said it and I was thinking about fake laughing, but then couldn't bring myself to even fake laugh because I was so uh, nowhere near that joke. Anyway, so last week, you remember, it was classic board games and we always also whacked in the uh, the Teachers Against Humanities card as well. But this week, we're going to take it back, flashback throwback, and we're going to be uh, picking two of our favourite shows from sort of the 90s. So these were TV shows that we watched. I mean, we we have always been a family that's had Sky in the house. We've always had... Or Cable back in the day. Do you remember that? Cable? Yeah, t- NTL did it. Uh, was it NTL? I can't was remember. But we had Sky for a bit, and then we went Cable, and then we ended up back to Sky. So we're talking like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, classic shows. Yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, Trouble. Remember trouble, that? Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, two two choices each. Adam, do you want to go first? Yeah, first I'll um, I'll go for an absolute classic, um, one that I, you know, I know it's, it's still sometimes shown on like the you know them kind of late music channels on Sky, but I'm gonna go for Tia and Tamira in Sister Sister. Oh, classic! And I mean, it's just classic, you know, Sister Sister. 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 Never, never knew how much yeah, I Classic. Um, strangely enough, never really admitted this, but always had a kind of a little bit of a crush on the mum. Really? I think her name was Lisa. Uh, good knowledge. Yeah, I think her name was Lisa. But um, I used to love a laugh. She used to have a dead like, laugh. And I used to hang on, that. hang nice. on. Is Sister Sister the one with Roger? Yeah, Roger, yeah. What did he used to go like, hey, Roger? Yeah. Was that it? Hey, Roger. Uh, yes, yeah. Hey, Roger. Or no, Ra- go home, Roger. <laughs> that was it. That was it, yeah. But wasn't Roger he, the guy he, who he then came back came and out. did that big tune, didn't he? Oh, what tune was it? It was it. Um, I'm only one call away. Did he do that one? No, was it, it, it? What's his real name? Roger from Roger from Sister Sister. Uh, I'm sure it's that guy. Is it not? Um, yeah, Marcus Houston. Yeah, he did that song, didn't he? He went on and did this song. All yeah, oh, right. It wasn't he featured on that one call away tune. Oh, I don't know, it might have been, but I remember that. You know we'd be up in yeah. the club. Oh, yeah, oh knowledge. Things like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was an absolute... So the idea was that they were separated at birth and then somehow found each other. Yeah, they were both adopted and then they found each other, yeah. And then she lived with a dad who was quite straight-laced and yeah, the mum was Ray. quite... Ray. with Ray the mustache. the limo driver, yeah. <laughs> the limo driver. Oh, amazing. Right, um, <clears throat> my first choice... Um, not a comedy show, but one. I think it was it Nickelodeon, but it no, used to be on Disney Channel. Was it Which Disney Channel? No, I'm doing Nick. Um, so uh, it was. I'm sure it was Nickelodeon, and it was on at the same time. It must have been like half seven. Which was oh, our bedtime, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Now, if you don't remember this program, it was amazing. It was just episode of the Midnight Society, and. Um, I'm not going to lie, it, pe- I was petrified of it, and we actually used it 
for a Redrite Perform pack. So one of the Redrite Perform packs that we, we've written, the Ghost Stories one. We've nice used, plug. Yeah, well, try it. So Are You Afraid of the Dark? We've used one of the intros because basically the Redrite Perform pack is um, the children write a ghost story and then sort of tell it as if they're around the campfire. And uh, that's what they used to do. They all used mm. to the Midnight Society used to come round, they'd do that introduction. I'm just going to play a little bit of the uh, of the intro because the um, oh, I hate the adverts. So here we go. Well, the music, remember, and it was everything was empty. The house, the doll, the laugh. <laughs> The thing is, if you watch it now... But I remember just being absolutely petrified watching those episodes. And now, when I've, when I've watched them back on YouTube, the, 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 the silliest stories, they're just not scary at all. But I remember being a youngster and being petrified, so that's what I'm going for. But Are it's you weird when you, look, when you look back. I mean, I always remember when me and you were laughing once where, you know... Because back in the day when, you know, you didn't have the... the, the this was even before the, the kind of Nickelodeon, Disney Channel kind of stuff, where you had to, like, use the terrestrial TV and yeah. and watch stuff. And, and, you know, your classic Neighbours and Home and Away would be on. Yeah. Um, and we used to laugh at just how bad the cliffhangers would be <laughs> and like, how desperate they'd get to. And I remember one of them one time was just like... I can't remember which one it was, but it was like... Oh my God, Jamie! Um, yeah, <laughs> wait, what was wait, that? Wait, what you know? was that? It's Australian. No, cut that. <laughs> We're not cutting that. Cut that. Go on. Cut that. Um, no, it's just like, oh no, Jamie! I forgot to do my homework, <laughs> and it was just like, dee, dee, dee. oh away. Ridiculous scenes. Uh, right, go on. Your second choice. Uh, my second one is again another absolute worldy show. Uh, Rumours are there's potential for a little reunion and it's um, Keenan and Kel. Oh, yeah. Keenan and Kel, I mean... I've got a feeling you're going to win it just with that. With ah, that. here it goes. <laughs> just with that. It's uh, It was... It was a... <laughs> you remember Dad used to hate it? <laughs> he used to claim that he hated it, but yeah, he watched every ep. It was um, the same kind of stuff in every ep, what would happen... Yeah, that's what? what he hated. He hated the re- repetitiveness of yeah. it. And the thing was, there was only ever like eight episodes made, but every night they were on. And yeah. We used to watch, and, and the, my kids do that now. They like, watch these Disney Channel shows, and I've probably seen the same episode 20 times, but they just cannot get enough of it. Um, so that's probably what wound, wound Dad up. Um, right, can you remember... Here's a, here's a question for you, linked to Keenan and Kel. Can you remember... The name of the store owner. You know how Keenan yeah, works? Yeah, I know. Go I on, what's he doing? I already know the store as well. Go on. His name was Chris, <laughs> and he worked at Rigby's. <laughs> <laughs> great knowledge, great knowledge. Um, Favourite episode? I put the screw <laughs> in the tuna. That one. It lives on, you know, you never forget that. Uh, I might have to put that on my who gravestone. Who loves I might have that on my gravestone, you know. Adam Park, here lies Adam Parkinson, two Mr. P's in the podcast, husband, father, I put <laughs> the screw <laughs> in the tuna. Yeah, and uh, orange soda. I remember there was an episode where he put orange soda on his cereal, do you remember that? Yeah, he put yeah. Like, yeah, it, was, um, it was just an absolute classic. It was, it was. Although, I um, don't know if this is controversial, the, the film, what the film called? Good Burger. Good Burger. 
Or not, from... yeah, but not official Keenan and Kel. Well, it wasn't Link, but it was them, wasn't it? It was them, yeah, but you can't, you know, you can't have a go with Right, I'm hoping this choice is going to win it for me, and um, but I just, I've got a feeling that it was a show that we absolutely adored, but probably because I mentioned this to a few of my mates before, a while back, and they were like, "No, I never watched that show." But it was basically Disney Channel Boy Meets World. Mm. Boy Meets World has probably got to be one of my favourite shows growing up as a kid because I actually felt like I grew up with with um, with that cast. Because I was watching it when it when you know the episode, and he was a little kid, and he was at the school with um, oh, what was the the girl? The, I know the girl was called oh, Topanga. Mr. Feeny. Topanga, yeah, Sean. Topanga, Sean, no, what was that? What was the Eric? Eric was the older brother, but what was Minkus. the name? Minkus, Minkus, and then in the first few episodes, he was or first few series, but then when they went to middle school and high school, he disappeared. Then the last ever episode of Boy Meets World, Minkus came comes back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I used to love Mr. Feeney. Absolute inspirational teacher. Yeah, inspirational was, teacher. Was. And what I loved about Boy Meets World more than anything is it it wasn't just funny. There was a lot of heartwarming yeah, moments. Was. There was the a lot of things, drinking. Think, yeah, there was a lot of drinking. Yeah, it was a real yeah. uh it was a show that didn't shy away from controversy no. and, and hitting it head on. And I remember there was an episode where Eric falls in love with a with an older woman who has children and it, all that sort of stuff was going on and um, yeah, it was, and I, I remember I always felt like I was a bit like Eric. I was a bit like Eric, you know, the Joker. Oh, I thought you meant marrying an older woman with a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, Boy Meets World. Yeah, I have to say, Boy Meets World is an absolute classic. It's uh, it's dream stuff. Um, but just switching it up a little bit, I um, I recently had a couple of friends over. Uh, for tea just before Christmas and uh you know uh, uh podcast super fans Rachel and Sue. All right, um, yeah. Big shout out. Yeah, and they came round then they spotted my DVD collection and they asked me could they lend a couple just over the festive period I said of course. So I lent them um Notting Hill because unbelievably Sue hadn't seen Notting Hill which I was Ooh, shocked wow. at. And then I lent them a, a Fault in Our Stars. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely heartbreaking yeah, yeah. film. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I said to Sarah, I said, listen, you're going to love this, but it is, it's, it's a tough one to watch. So anyway, the other day she messages me and she said, uh, I've just watched Fault in Our Stars. Oh, my God, didn't expect that. You know, all this kind of stuff. Anyway, she, uh, you remember me talking about Commando Joe a couple of episodes back? <laughs> yeah. You know, he's a bit of an... got to get into the live show. We need he's, to try and get all these characters he's, to the live he's, show. He's, he's funny and he's he's so kind of like, hey, team, and, he, he, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, if he knows what's going on with Brexit, I'd be shot. Um, so he... he so he, he's been poorly and, you know, shout out, hope, hope he feels better. He had bad chicken pots actually covered in it, the lad. Oh. Um, so it's really bad if you're an adult, if you catch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so anyway, Sue was messaging him, yeah, saying, Hope you're feeling better. This is this, and then she said, Just watch the film Adam lent me, dash, cried buckets. <laughs> and he went, He went, Whoa, Sue, he went, Never heard of that. He went, Who's in cried buckets? <laughs> 
So she went, no, no. The film's called Fault in Our Stars, uh, Commando Joe. And I cried buckets. You know, blame the chicken pox, bro. I can't find cried buckets on IMDb. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not on Netflix. Yeah, funny, funny. Right, so your two choices are... If you want to vote for Adam, it's Sister Sister, Kean and Kel. I'm going for Are You Afraid of the Dark and Boy Meets World. We'll get the poll up on my Facebook page uh, in the next couple of days. So please do go over there and vote. Um, and I think we're going to finish off with maybe one last little story from Adam. Yeah, so this one <laughs> this one um, happened recently at my school. And basically, uh, this little lad in year three... Um, we'll call him, we'll call him Johnny. Yeah. <coughs> he, um, whistle goes for the end of, uh, whistle goes for the end of lunchtime and he's walking across the playground and he's looking quite upset. Right. So I go over to him and I go, Johnny, um, you know, what's up, mate? And let me give you a little brief insight into Johnny. Lovely kid. Spent a lot of time with him last year. Um, used to struggle to make the right, <laughs> right. Choices, choices but has kind of turned a corner yeah but has still got that little bit of a you know bit of an edge to him yeah. yeah and um so yeah so he's walking across and I said Johnny what's up pa and he said and he, he was really <laughs> he went that year six over there just called me skinny <laughs> and I went and I, look, I looked at him and I went, oh, Johnny, I said, I'd love someone to call me skinny. <laughs> and he just went, <laughs> and I went, oh, uh, Johnny. I went, Johnny, I'm sorry. Yeah. I said, do you, because I thought he mustn't know what skinny means because you can't, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, People, yeah. And he's, he, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a slim, he's a slim kid, so. Yeah. And he goes, I said, listen, Johnny, do you know what skinny means? And he went, yeah, it means that you're thin. And I went, yeah. Right. So what, what's what, what's wrong with that? And he went, I'm not thin. I'm well hard. <laughs> right. So I stood there, and just for that split second, I thought, you're crying in the middle of the playground because someone called you skinny. Ooh, you you're striking fear into me, bro. Um. So I just kind of was just like, oh, you know, Johnny, come on, you can ignore that. But it's the fact of just, yeah, you know, yeah, you kind of yeah. put your head in your hands and you're just like, what is going, like, what is going on? Um, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. And but, well, I mean, it's that, I mean, it's one of them, though, where, like, you know, we've, we've try, got to try and, have you seen that new Gillette advert? I've not, actually. I really like it. I think it's it's great that they've used the platform to get across that message of sort of ending that toxic masculinity culture that we probably still have in our country but yeah um yeah to be to be saying you're hard but doing it in a way getting upset someone's called you thin yeah it sort of defeats the object i suppose doesn't it it is it's, it's unbelievable but no no harm no foul all good right so that wraps up the episode please please go over to two mrpspodcast.com and you'll find the link there to buy your tickets for the live show April the 13th at The Fuse. 
uh, Centre in Partington in Manchester. It's going to be a great night. Um, please do spread the word. Try and get us... Even if you've got friends who have... Teacher friends who have never listened to the podcast, I'm sure they'll enjoy it. But maybe just get them to listen to the pod... Book them tickets. Get them to listen to the podcast to get used to it. Um, and of course, please do go over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe, rate and review. It'd be amazing to get further up the uh, chart again. And I think that happens if you get more people subscribing, rating and reviewing. So I hope you have a really, really good week. It definitely won't won't be an episode next week because I am away. Uh, I've got the uh, bet conference, um, which I'm looking... Well, I tell you, I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to it, but then again, I'm not. So basically, bet, if you've not heard of bet before, is probably the biggest ed tech conference in the country it happens from wednesday to friday or wednesday to saturday um and it is huge it is it's astounding how big it sort mm. of is and um i got asked last year it, i got asked last year to do uh 10 minutes on the main stage on the saturday now the saturday was is dead it most people are packing up hardly anyone goes so I didn't realise this. I thought, I'm getting to go on the main stage. And we're talking main stage, it fits like thousands of people in. Yeah. And um, when I did my little speech, there was probably about five people there. And two of them were mum and dad. Mum and dad. <laughs> mum and dad had come down for the weekend and uh, to watch a show in London. And they popped by to see me. And they were dead centre, front row. Oh. And I was just sort of like... Oh. But anyway, the people at Bet absolutely loved it. And they were going on, they were like, oh, you know, sort of gushing and sort of... Um, sort of sucking up to me a little bit and they were basically saying that they're struggling to get teachers there and they want to try and make it more authentic to teachers so I sort of said well why don't why don't we look at doing something on the Friday on main stage uh maybe I could do a tech because Friday is known as sort of like the teacher day and I know how tough it is for teachers to get out of the classroom and if I'm being completely honest bet is very very commercial you know it's very much most companies are there to pictured products and stuff like that and I think teachers if they're going to come out of school for a day they want inspiration they want to you know come back with something they can use in the classroom and so I left bet last year thinking that I was going to get the main stage for the Friday afternoon and we're going to do this Mr P takeover and anyway and uh, I was really buzzing with that anyway a couple of months later I get an email if you want to apply to present on the main <laughs> stage. So I'm like, what's going on here? Anyway. I bet you were thinking, I bet they didn't make Dolly Parton apply for plastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why did they not make Kanye West apply? Ed Sheeran apply? Uh, no, I'm only messing as if I compare myself to those big dogs. Um, That's why I said Dolly Parton, bro. <laughs> Even though she is legend. Absolute legend. And so anyway, I sort of sent them an email saying, hang on, I, I was under the impression. So I've ended up being put on the main stage Six till seven on the Friday night, right, where they want me to do a session on working smarter, not harder. So the whole workload stuff, which in essence is a contradiction in terms to say, give up your Friday night, come and watch me talk about how you can get your Friday nights back. (laughs) (laughs) You're best doing it in one of the local pubs. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is the Teach Me After It, which I absolutely love and... um, and there was a bit of confusion over that, but it's all been sorted now. Um, but what I'm, I'm, again, a little bit apprehensive as to whether uh, anyone's actually going to show up on the Friday. So if you are in and around bet um, on the Friday, please do hang about. Uh, come and listen to me talk for an hour, and then we, we will go to the pub. So um, mum and dad free? I hope so, so they can double the numbers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I checked. They're not the ones who have bought the tickets already. I, I, 
as well. So that's yeah. crucial. Um, so anyway, uh, we'll be back. I'll, I'll let you know next episode. I'll let you know how my bet adventures go. So it won't be next week. Probably the week after. Thank you again for all uh, the support. It's been amazing, by the way. The um, the listens we've had on the last episode has been unbelievable and I reckon it'll be by the next episode we're probably touching around about 100,000 listens which is just uh, amazing oh one last thing as well one last thing um, there is another podcast that I needed to go and listen to because it is absolutely amazing um, it's Brain Ed Comedy so braineddcomedy.com it's basically a husband and his wife I think the husband's a head teacher and they've just written this this two series one's called The Staff Room and I've said for years that if I ever had the time I'd write a sitcom about you know like an office style sitcom mm. about the off, uh, about the staff room in a primary school well they've done it as this sort of podcast radio type show yeah and it is just so funny it's so well written and cleverly done honestly I cannot praise it enough but the first series they did was this sort of mockumentary sort of docu-series um, called Heading for Headship and it takes a, uh, a focus each week so the first one's well-being and they run it and it is just so funny so funny um, you need to listen to the little episode they did about a teacher Love Island because that's gold as well <laughs> so if you go to braineddcomedy.com give them a listen as well thank you all so much for all the support please do, do go and get your tickets for the live show we're hoping that by the next episode we can say it sold out. Wouldn't that be a dream? Oh, it would. And watch out, line, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's it from us. Have a great week, and we'll see you soon. See Cheers. Ya.